Hello, everybody, and welcome to Second Draft. This is the podcast where we take show, uh, movies or TV shows that didn't quite hit the mark for us and see if we can make them something that we personally like a little bit more. Uh, my name is Isaiah, and I'm joined with my buddy Ben. Say hi, Ben. Howdy, Haiti. And this is a very special episode because we're doing our first TV episode. Um, Ooh, this, I am very excited. Yeah, this episode we're doing a season of television, which is very hard uh, to write. I mean, this I feel like that's kind of the basic curse of TV is that you're yeah. asked to make sometimes, you know, however many more times of content than a movie with less money. So we're trying to do the same thing. We're trying to make a bunch of episodes of uh, TV with only an hour. Uh, yeah, everyone knows the adaptation is never as good as the book. Yes, tis true, tis very true. Um, but we're going to try. We're going to try our damnedest. So today, we are talking about everybody's favorite whipping post, at least for a few months. Um, whipping post or whipping boy? What's the Whip, Whipping post. Whipping post. Uh, the final season of Game of Thrones. I know, we got, like, hard, uh, very, very easy for us to uh, criticize... A show like this that like basically brought the whole world together in one cultural phenomenon, but uh, we're gonna try because this is all for fun and we're not here to cast shade on anybody or any writers or anything like that. I am. Oh, okay, cool. I don't represent you, so you live your life. And I'm, <laughs> I'm not associated life. with the yeah. person who's on my podcast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're just we're basically strangers. Um, cool. So obviously, not everyone loved the final season there are i mean i mean i just remember there was like a golden period of three days or so or a week or so after the finale where just just amazing meme after meme was coming out (laughs) just all bashing on the final few episodes there Uh, were a couple of people who defend it and i feel like those people are the same people who are going going still going out to parties and not taking the coronavirus seriously <laughs> wow that's a bold statement um <laughs> i don't know man that that that's like it look i'm not gonna say it's easy or anything like that or it's just like oh how obvious would it have been um and i'm not trying like it's hard like that was an amazing show with so many different moving pieces and to bring it all to a close it's not easy you know um yeah so, George R. R. Martin would spend would spend you know like five years or a decade to write a book, right? And uh, and he still hasn't even finished the one. That yeah, this one and is officially, to I would say that I think the writers mm-hmm. did as good of a job as they could have. Like they're probably amazing writers. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, but like to write something under uh, like such a tight schedule. Like a TV schedule, like doesn't matter how good you mm-hmm. are, it's not going to be as good as a. And they they were doing uh, less episodes. Like this was the shortest season, I think. The final season was the shortest season of, of the show. I think they ever had six episodes. That's wild. Um, which you know, to try to get every you're you know you have a cast of like twenty people at least, get all of their stories wrapped up in a good way in six episodes. That's rough. So. Anyway, plus plus the creators, they're like, we got to move on to Star Wars. We yeah. got to get our bigger paycheck. Whatever happened to that? Is that still happening? What's going on there? Oh, no. Oh, they okay. canceled it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so fu- it pissed a lot of people off. He was so like, sad. you tanked the <laughs> final season of, season of Game of Thrones and it gets canceled? Your Star Wars? Oh, uh, that's sad. Yeah. 
It's always sad when a project doesn't happen. Anyway, I think we're ready to get started, yeah? Um, yeah. I'm just gonna... I'm not gonna read a whole plot synopsis because, first of all, it's six episodes of TV instead of one movie. Also, it's Game of Thrones, so that's a lot of stuff to get through. So I'll just give you the bare bones. Basically, uh, the Night King and his army of the undead are coming south. They've they've just breached the wall. The North and Daenerys' armies are getting ready, and Cersei has also promised to send troops after seeing evidence of the zombie monsters. Zombie guys? Uh, that happened last season. Um, then uh, Sam... I forget how Sam... How does Sam figure this out? Basically, no. Bran tells Sam, who tells John, that he his actual name is Aeon Targaryen or Aegon. I can't remember. Um, One of those. Yeah. Basically, that he's a Targaryen and uh, he has a direct line to the Iron Throne, so he could potentially present a better claim to the throne if he wanted to challenge Daenerys. John tells Daenerys, but tells him that he doesn't want it and that he's going to stay loyal and help her get to the throne but that kind of breaks off their romantic relationship the night army attacks a bunch of fighting happens Arya kills the night king and i mean that's kind of it theon dies <laughs> wait what happens after that uh, well i just mean in terms of what happens at that battle theon dies oh, gotcha. and uh that one i always forget his name i forgot his name literally the entire run of the show the one guy who's in love with daenerys he dies too uh oh uh brom no that's the other guy whatever all right but this is yeah. it's a big show a lot of characters anyway so Arya kills the night king and the north is saved or the world is saved without cersei's help so then daenerys marches everybody south to take king's landing they fight for a while uh and cersei refuses to surrender then eventually cersei run tries to run with jamie like escape uh, once it's clear that Daenerys has won the city, she then flies around and basically destroys the entire place, killing a bunch of people. Oh, before this, one of her dragons is killed, like her second to last dragon, so that uh, it, you know, she's reasonably upset that one of her baby dragons died. I'd be upset if someone killed my dragon. Um, so yeah, when, when she destroys the entire city, she takes over, she claims that she's going to take over the entire world. Uh, John, Tyrion resigns and gets thrown into jail. And then John is like, uh, in his like weird Scottish accent, he's like, you've changed. And, uh, <laughs> then he kills Daenerys in a sneak attack. Then uh, Daenerys' final dragon melts the Iron Throne and takes her body away. John is arrested. <laughs> a, yeah. yeah, no, that was memed pretty hard. The dragon yeah, pretty, the throne. <laughs> pretty symbolic of yeah. him. Um, so John is also arrested. He's put on trial and uh, sentenced to, I believe, exile eventually, um, if I remember right. And then he, he goes north. A bunch of the the last remaining lords of Westeros gather together to decide who should be the next king. And Tyrion suggests that the be the king should be the person with the best story, and that person is Bran. Oh God! Yeah, forgot about that. Um, and Christ. so yeah, Bran becomes king. He lets he gives the North to Sansa, and Arya decides to sail across the sea to go exploring. Tyrion becomes the hand of the king again, and I guess happy ending. 
I just did all that off of memory. Usually I have something in front of me, but there's just too much stuff to try to go over. Anyway. That was pretty good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, that was good. There's also that That's one really scene where, uh, oh, what's Sam? Sam uh, suggests democracy at the end of the show, and everybody laughs at him. That was, I think that might have been my favorite part of this, of this season. When Sam is like, who should re-? everybody's like, who should rule Westeros? And Sam's like, uh, oh. what if we let the people decide? And everybody laughs yeah. at him. Yeah, that. I, think I don't was... know what the, what is that supposed to be? <laughs> I mean. Like, all of the characters laugh at democracy. I'm like, what are the writers trying to convey? <laughs> Let's talk about that. Right. In our episode. All right. So we've talked enough. I'm going to start the clock, and we're going to try to figure out what we can do to make everybody a little bit more happy about the last season of Game of Thrones. Starting... You still Is it still one hour? Oh, yeah. One hour. That's what oh, we do. Oh, man. Okay. All right. All right. Starting now. Wait. Starting now. There we go. Okay. So I think the biggest and most obvious question is who sits on the throne? at the end i think once we figure out who's the best who has the best arc towards sitting on the throne and ruling westeros then the rest of the season can sort of revolve around that happening so obviously no one liked bran becoming king which i think is kind of fair since his whole i think the reason it's so unsatisfying for bran to become king is because his entire the entire his entire part of the show was not in the political side of the show it was all in the mystical side of the show yeah. so to have and he some... was gone for a whole season yeah he was he was just, he was really not involved in the actual game of thrones so to speak um yeah he was off in the north learning to be the three-eyed raven so to have that character then be put it's basically you know it's like i don't know how to describe it no yeah, I know what you're saying. It, it, you know, it's like, it feels like he wasn't really part of the equation, even, at that point. Mm. So it kind of almost felt like out of left field, like, oh, wait, Bran? I thought he was just some weird kid in a wheelchair. You know what I mean? So uh, who's on your short list for uh, king candidates? Uh, yeah, uh, the short list. John and Daenerys are obvious candidates. Cersei is a good candidate. I'd Wait, say. what? These, these, two of these, two out of those three people are dead. <laughs> no, well, I mean, we're rewriting the season, so maybe they don't die. Um, so, Cersei, John, Daenerys, Sansa is also potential as like the maybe someone who unites the North and the South, and by taking mm. over. Um. I feel like those are that those are the the ones that make the most sense. Obviously, I mean, to a certain extent, Bran is kind of like a twist. Like, oh, didn't see that coming. So there is a little bit. I, I, I maybe that was kind of the intention of being like, we can't have one of the obvious people become the one the one who ends up on top. It has to be someone we're not expecting. Yeah. Uh, I guess Tyrion would also fall uh, fall in that category. Uh, yeah, someone who's kind of like always been sort of behind the scenes for the whole show, and who naturally most people don't respect. So if he became king, then it's like, oh, you know, it's a whole new Westeros. What, what, what's our, what, what, what does the future hold now that a small person is on the throne? The, the, the travesty of it. <laughs> is this half um, a king? Do you got anybody else? 
Um, so my short list would be, well, first, I would want to consider mm. John, but that's probably way too um, obvious, and I probably would have been dissatisfied. If John um, got on the throne? Yeah. All right. Um, so my short list would be Arya, because she's like an outsider. Okay. Um, Brienne, just because she seems to, uh, she has proved herself to have like the most honor and loyalty. Okay. Um, and then maybe Jamie, because he's like uh, the a changed man, and um, right. Maybe that's like my weakest case, but okay. I think yeah, we do I need agree to with with not Bran. Yeah, I think we um, do need to make a distinction between um, characters that we we like personally like and per- characters who make sense to end up on top. If that makes sense. Mm, so yeah. it's like for instance i you know everybody likes Tyrion, everybody likes brianne everybody likes john i think most people like john snow am i wrong about that oh no yeah i think you're right okay so it's like just because they're fan favorites that doesn't mean they should or we feel like they're the most virtuous people maybe we that they shouldn't be the they shouldn't necessarily be the person on the throne if that makes sense um, yeah we need to make sure that whoever ends up on the throne is the person who has a character arc from all the previous season that seasons that makes the most sense. You know what I mean? Hmm. There's also, we could have some, any one of the manipulating people, for instance, uh little finger gets killed in this season. Is mm-hmm. it this season or last season? Uh, la- last season. Oh, yeah, it was last, last season. season. Okay. Let's say then he, I, I, I for, for the sake of not killing ourselves, going back through seven other seasons of game of Thrones, everybody who's dead, up until this season is dead dead i agree yeah let's let's not <laughs> kill ourselves the gate just by yeah. that much he was so close i mean personally i kind of felt like the way Littlefinger went out was a little lame um but we're not here to talk about that we're here to talk about the last season not season seven <laughs> speaking of season seven yeah i know through season one um cool so from our list of people who could take the throne Personally, I kind of like the idea. All right, here, here's one thing that I was sort of thinking about walking into the final season of Game of Thrones is that the Night King is attacking, and but the the kingdoms of men are not yet united, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, at the end of this, are things gonna be more of the same that they were before, or are we gonna get a true happy ending? And by that I mean before, like basically the history of Westeros is like they say, like the title of the show says, it's a game for a Game of Thrones. So it's you yeah. know backstabbing, a political intrigue, and sex, and you know betrayal, and all you know all the dirty, bad stuff that we don't like to talk about. So, are we going to get more of that? In at the end of this, is it is Westeros going to basically just revert back to what it was before the threat of the Night King, or are we going to get a truly changed Westeros with a different type of ruler on the throne? So I think it would uh, definitely be changed. Um, hmm. Maybe it wouldn't be like night and day. There's definitely still going to be uh, some seedy underground right. that's going to persist, um, but in the same way as like. Like pre nine eleven and post nine eleven, how it's like America's you know it's still very recognizable, but there are some major distinctions. Hmm. Um, 
So in that regard, I mean, I I don't know personally. I kind of like the idea of like, for instance, Daenerys actually taking the throne and staying on it, so to speak. And then it's kind of like, oh, but now Westeros is under the rule of another tyrant. You know what I mean? So it's like, but that wouldn't I, really be a, like a conclusion to like a whole saga. I don't know. I kind of because I think one of the main thematic threads of Game of Thrones is that this isn't the show isn't like. It's not Lord of the Rings. It's not about truth and justice. It's about it's basically deconstructing all of those virtuous ideas that Lord of the Rings has in the sense that it's saying it's like the real world, you know, in the real medieval mm. world, people get raped and there's betrayal and no, everybody is out, has their own agenda and there's incest and blah, blah, all this kind of stuff. Mm. So I think it would be fitting for the rest of the show if at the end we got more or less just not a happy ending, you know? we didn't get our happy ending maybe maybe humanity is saved but we didn't get the happy ending that we were supposed to you know what i mean hmm like maybe like for instance i can envision uh like the last shot could be of uh denarius uh surrounded by our army and on the iron throne right exactly like, westeros is mine and right. cut to black is like dun, 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 yeah dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah, some, anything like that. You know, the, the whole city's destroyed. She's And, and that, that is a big... I mean, that's one thing that the show really never did, which I understand that was what they were going for, but no one ever actually sat on the chair. And <laughs> I was about to say, like, we Wait, never got to really? see... No, uh, what's it called? His, um... God, I can't remember his name. The people, the king everyone hated. This, um, the kid that everyone hated. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I mean, like, for the end of the show. There wasn't a final, oh. like, a final sit-down of, like, all right, this is the person who won the game. You know what I mean? Oh, gotcha. Um, and I was about to say, oh, uh, we never got to see Bran sit on the throne. And then I was like, oh, he probably couldn't because he's a cripple. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's constantly sitting. So. Yeah, I know. Someone would just have to pick him up, which probably wouldn't be very uh, kingly. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so... That, so that's one I feel like if if we wanted to go that angle of like after everything that's transpired people are still not good people at their core and and we are sort of given again like a, the flawed real world version of Westeros I think it would be cool if Daenerys did does end up on top in that scenario hmm I, I it could work my own personal bias is I tend to uh, drift towards happier endings, but I see what you're yeah. saying. This is Game of Thrones, right? I mean, I, I that's it's it's kind of interesting because I like I remember there's a certain point. I feel like maybe starting with season five or four, probably later seasons, like probably like six, seven, eight. I felt like there were a lot of times where it was like we've just seen these characters get screwed over time and time again. It's just like Jesus Christ, can the good guys not catch a break? Yeah. And then finally, and then it seemed like I want to say like around season six, suddenly it was like all the characters that we like suddenly start su succeeding and start things start working out for them and that kind of stuff. So there's no reason because they ran out of books. <laughs> oh, oh maybe yeah, I, I didn't think of that, um, but. So there's no reason to say that we can't have a happy ending. I just mm -hmm. I just think that there's there's potential interest in the idea of us not really having a happy ending. Mm. Um, this is this is a tragedy. It's not a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> um, there there's uh, 
there's a sentiment, not my own, mm. that uh, some believe that like the Night King should have won the Game of Thrones. Oh, so he should have wiped out humanity? Yeah. Or not even wiped them out, but just like um, enslaved everyone. I mean, once you, if, if you're a zombie, then you're, you're wiped out. I, I don't think that's the same as enslaving everyone. Because I don't think there's ever a point where he's like, yeah, I'll just keep a normal human. He like kills everybody, and then he does the raise the hand things, which is my favorite part in the entire show. Do you remember that? The raise the and then all the dead. All the back? yeah, like he's on the beach and, oh, and John oh, is like, like sailing a... off, and he like raises his hands, and then all the the dead people stand up. I was like, ooh, it was so good. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um. Well, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of boring to a certain extent if the Night King wins. Like, I don't know. If the Night King mm. wins, then it's kind of like, uh, then I really feel like... I hmm. I just thought uh, I would just have to uh, float that option. Yeah, um, no. I don't really feel too strongly about it, but... you know, I just want to give a good reason why that, that seems unsatisfying to me personally. Mm, I guess it's just because, like I was saying before, this is a this it's a show about characters. It's a show about flawed people. So if mm -hmm. if basically the icy devil is the one who uh, wins at the end, it's kind of like it kind of feels like it maybe cheapens all that thematic build up of the idea mm. of flawed royal people doing messed up stuff. You know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> who? All right. If not Daenerys, who who else could? It, let's say okay, let's okay. We have our sad ending. I feel like Daenerys is a top contender for that, but maybe we can okay. find somebody else. If not Daenerys, I feel like Cersei would also be an option for that. Uh, now let's go to our happy ending, so to speak, where we feel like the like a virtuous person or whatever, someone who who will actually change Westeros for the better is ends up on the throne. Who who would be make the most sense for that? Hmm. John is an obvious candidate. Uh, Tyrion is a candidate, and then yeah. probably really any of the Starks, Sansa or Arya. Anyone except Bran. <laughs> <laughs> except for Bran. Oh, man. Um, I, I don't know. I don't like Arya getting on the throne either. I feel like that's pretty contrary to her character. The same way that Jon doesn't want to take the throne, I feel like it, Arya would just straight up refuse and run mm. away. You know what I mean? And stab someone. Yeah. <laughs> Probably yeah, I see what you're saying. The the guy who's like carrying the throne to like officially crown her like walks up and she just stabs him three times and then runs out uh, runs oh, out of window. I uh, I can get behind Tyrion potentially, mm. um, because he's not doesn't seem like he would outright refuse. I unless he did in the show. <laughs> well, but uh, no. maybe it's something. It's it's not. Yeah, completely contrary to his character. Sure, sure. I feel like well, but I it, think it's something I, that he might be persuaded to do. Right. One thing I like about Tyrion is I think, I think his basic premise is that I am probably the best person to rule Westeros, but practically no one would accept me because I'm a dwarf and because my family hates me and all of this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So I feel like his whole thing has been that since i can't rule because of how i was born i have to try to find the best ruler who i can help you know what i mean so it could be potentially nominates someone in a wheelchair right exactly wow is that is that terrible to say no no I get what, I get... in, the, in the sense of <laughs> yeah well the, i mean i think the I world think... 
except uh, yeah. a guy named Bran the Broken. Right. No, I think I think in this society, people would accept a guy with a wheelchair over a dwarf. I th- they, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure that show really hammered home. <laughs> yeah, we're just for whatever reason, we're not talking people about in Westeros really don't like short people. Who knows why? But they just really are not about it. <laughs> um, so. I think it could be interesting if Tyrion came out on top, um, but we'd have yeah. to get. And then if we if we had Jamie still alive in our in our version, then Jamie like Tyrion mm. could initially decline. It's like no, blah blah, um, and then Jamie could be the one that um, can persuade him. Right. Okay. I mean, we also have Varys who gets killed by Daenerys, so he could be. I mean, Varys is the same way as. Um, as what you call it, Tyrion, where he's like, no one would accept a eunuch as the king, <laughs> so I have to find a, a good person to do it. Hmm. Who do you who who do you think the people of Westeros um, have has a greater distaste for, like eunuchs or dwarves or wheelchair people? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, it seems like dwarf. It seems like. <laughs> like if if we're gonna Damn. if we're gonna really reduce Tyrion's character down to the absolute essential, his whole basic thing is like I'm a dwarf, so that means my entire life sucks. Like, I, don't I mean, know. yeah, great <laughs> hardship for him. But. Um, dang man, let's see. Okay, let let's just roll with the idea of Tyrion for a second. Obviously, okay. John. If John becomes king, it's pretty easy to see how that happens. Yeah. Um, so we potentially wouldn't even need to change too much. But if Tyrion becomes king, I feel like we have to change a fair bit because we have to put him in a position not only where he's the best candidate left, but also where he would want to do it and people around him would be willing to accept that. You know what I mean? Because that's one thing that the show really stresses is that it's not the smartest people who rule. It's the, you know... It's the loudest I, people. Yeah, it's like, I guess the most charismatic to a certain extent. People who, like... Inspire. Well, now you're going down the road with Jamie. Jamie, yeah. I, he, I mean... Ooh, this is rough. Because um, from what I've kind uh-huh. of thought is... Um, Game of Thrones has always been about, like... Um, not pandering to your expectations. Right. So if John were to become king, then people... Like, I remember going into John. The idea of John becoming a king is mm-hmm. like with the same um, kind of boredom that I have when I see like a political candidate who's about to get, uh, <laughs> you know, nominated. Right. Just in general, not this year. But uh, that's and, funny. Uh, yeah. So I'm like, oh God, this person. Oh mm. God. Yeah. Well, he's definitely the most like virtuous person left by a by a pretty wide margin. I'd say the only yeah. person who even comes close is Tyrion. Um, uh, what about Sam Tarly? Yeah, that's true, but um, he definitely wouldn't want to rule. He's the he's the meister, though. Right, exactly. He's a smart guy. Ah, uh, uh, Jesus. All right, let's let's just pick an avenue that we think okay. could work. I like the idea of a sad ending. In which case, I like the idea of Daenerys or Cersei on the throne. Do you do you want to roll with that, or do you want to try to figure out the happy ending? Um, hmm. 
I certainly don't like Cersei on the throne. Not because it... Uh, may, uh, maybe it's because of my personal bias, but mm. I would like to think that it's just... Um, well, for me, the like idea the, is the, that the story like, should be uh, written where she, her, of her demise in a in a way that we don't expect. Mm. But if um, if she does end up on the throne, that that'll be as if the storyteller like did nothing. Yeah, well, and, uh, I, I the, to me, it's kind of like if Cersei ends up on top, then it's kind of like despite everything, the bad guy wins. You know what I mean? The person who betrayed people, the person who didn't stop the end of the like it, i i like i kind of like the idea of like all of these people banded together and stopped the wintry apocalypse even though they put in all that effort and lost so much the the bad person is still the person who wins at the end you know what i mean i mean it could still be the that's pretty tragic bad person life. gets defeated but uh the bad guy can still end up on the throne which could be Daenerys. Mm-hmm. which if for a um, a sad ending, I would I would nominate uh, Daenerys to be the queen. Mm. Um, hmm. To be objective, yeah, I would say that Game of Thrones does have to have a sad ending, and so I mean, yeah, I, I would I would go with. Uh, Daenerys being. I don't think it has to. I just think at this point, I feel like we should just go for what's more interesting. Do we do we find the idea of Westeros kind of changing the the status quo? Do we find that interesting, or do we find it interesting if it's like despite everything, we still have this flawed, broken place called Westeros? You know what I mean? Which one is more interesting to a viewer? Interesting. Yeah. Because I, I, I do, I personally, I feel like a viewer would be more interested in like more surprised if the bad guy sort of comes out on top, whoever that is. You know what I mean? They could also be surprised if Tyrion becomes king. That's true. Yeah, you're totally right. All right, hmm. let let's just put this okay, to a how, matter. Of, uh, you know what? what? Throw all it away. Let's just make Bran king. <laughs> maybe this is exactly what happened they were they were talking about it forever and somebody at, at like after talking about it for a week was like fuck it just make brand king and everyone was like all right <laughs> fine ten years to write this shit. <laughs> um all right i think we should just make a choice at this point what do we do do we want to go for a more sad ending or a more happy ending i i'm i'm, okay. I'm i would go for, for happy ending with Tyrion. Because that okay. would be to kind of immediately contradict myself. Yeah. If uh, Game of Thrones is all about sad endings, then the kind of twist is that it does have a somewhat happy ending at the end. Sure, sure. Okay. That, I'm fine. I'm totally fine with that. Um, all right. So if we're going to go with the idea that Tyrion ends up on top, which I'm interested, like, it, once this episode comes out, I'm interested to see if people are like, oh, yeah. I mean, um,. He, yeah, he's a good pick. Um, I feel like one thing that we have to do is we have to sort of set up a way that um, the sort of political system that underpins Westeros needs to get shooken up. Like, things need to be different for someone like Tyrion to be a, a, a good ruler. Does that make sense? Mm, like, um, when he's inaugurated, he makes some changes? 
No, I think it. I think it needs to be like we're we can't before he becomes king. Almost, it's like that that roundtable discussion where they have because they even have that at in the show. I I don't know how uh, if uh, how many people remember that, but like in the show, Tyrion's like Bran becomes king, and we're no longer to you know he can't have children, so we're now no longer going to worry about secession. From now on, the lords of Westeros will come together and decide who will be the next ruler. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there has to be something like that. Um. But I think it, it. I think we need to have something that's sort of situated in the story, so that it makes sense that Tyrion becomes king. Does that make sense? Um, are you saying that there has to be a roundtable discussion where they nominate Tyrion? No, I think there needs to be a thing where it's like through the results of the story, we either the characters are like the old way of doing things just don't any work work anymore. What's our new way of doing things, and then pick Tyrion or, um, yeah, something like that. Or I don't know, maybe it's almost like all of all of the like the the war has been going for so much. There's literally no more soldiers left. So it's like, what kind of person can rule a land with no? warriors you know what i mean something like so that sounds the, dumb round right? table they're like so all these tall ass motherfuckers yeah exactly. <laughs> evil as hell so yeah, we're gonna, yeah. no more tall people exactly. only exclusively our king will be a dwarf i mean i want to i want to get into it a little bit i just feel like if we're just like boom Tyrion's king and now he's on the throne i feel like that'll be i don't know i feel like something about westeros itself needs to be different for it to uh, for Tyrion, because I feel like the way the show ends now, it's like Westeros is more or less the same, but now Bran is the king, and we're just under the assumption that Bran will be a good king. You know, that makes sense. Hmm. I mean, uh, if to delve into it, they would have to have like epilogue episodes to really show if that's what you're asking for. I don't even necessarily. I don't think so. I think you just need to. be able to explain what the new oh i have an idea Ooh, could it be serviced with a simple like uh Tyrion going through like the towns yeah and yeah, yeah. him being um accepted in a uh, warm way by yeah the people? oh what about hold on what about this what if Tyrion ends up on top but it's like nobody none of the lords of Westeros are okay with it, so Westeros breaks up, and it's no longer the Seven Kingdoms or whatever it was. It's, like, a bunch of small states all, you know... Oh, man, that seems like a worse ending than if freaking Daenerys got I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Like, it just means that, like, instead of... Everybody has their own way of doing things, I guess, in a way. So it's like Tyrion is going to be a good ruler of King's Landing and that area but everybody else is not okay with being ruled on kind of the way that Sansa is like the north has to be independent now maybe all of the different lords are like are all, we're all going to be independent now is that could that work mm-hmm. yeah, maybe. i don't know i would feel like that would undermine his power like crazy and i mean most uh, i don't know about most i can't mm-hmm. remember who was in that round table but Tyrion um like helped a lot of people out so yeah, I just feel he like it does kind of change the minds of a lot of people throughout the season. Yeah, I guess in my mind, I just can't get over the idea that I don't think anybody would ever want Tyrion to be king. So I have to. So in my head, I'm like, there has to be a something has to have changed 
where so, people are so basically forced to let uh, him be king, if that makes sense. So I'm curious, is there a, is there a little bit of personal bias leaking mm-hmm. out? Is that a, is that what I'm hearing? Right no. What do you mean? <laughs> You're like, a, I just cannot wrap my head around a dwarf. That's how you said <laughs> no. that, I think. No. I just mean the other characters in the show. Like, I'm totally fine with Tyrion being king. I yeah. feel like... I feel like the story we have to go with then in that case is that nobody else is okay with Tyrion being king. So what is yeah. what are what is the new situation now? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like just from what I've seen of the show, I can't I can't imagine anybody who's left in Westeros being okay with Tyrion being king. You know what I mean? But maybe I'm looking maybe I'm looking at it too hard. Hmm. I don't know. Um. They're the people who mostly um, the that kind of emphasis on his stature mm-hmm. uh, was kind of left behind in the season that Tywin got killed. Um, I don't remember it all too much if it came up since then, uh, or at least with the same amount of emphasis. Oh yeah, no, I don't. I don't mean specifically because he's a dwarf. I mean because. I, I mean, politically, I think it's because other people would not be, don't see Tyrion as someone who is a ruler, or don't see as some, him as someone who, you know, they can get behind. If that makes sense. I feel like I feel like of the characters that we have, maybe Sansa is the one, the one of the few people who would be like, yeah, Tyrion would make a good ruler. But other than that, I mean, you know, someone I, can make like, for instance, Jamie or someone can make yeah, an argument true. that it was like, um, for. For the one who shall become king, the most humble stands tall. And he's like, motions to Tyrion where he's like, oh man, his stature. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, <laughs> not even that. Yeah. But it's just that uh, he's clearly well, the most. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like every uh, the rest of the lords would be like, oh, he's not a king. He's like the sneaky thinker, you know? He, he doesn't, he's not, he doesn't act like a king. He like plans and connives and all this kind of stuff. So they wouldn't, they wouldn't see him as someone who's worthy to be king. I mean, he was the hand of the of multiple hand of the king, hand of the queen. Um, yeah. So he knows how to rule a kingdom, and uh, he's known like uh, worldwide for his intelligence. Yeah. Hmm. This kind of Tyrion is um, known. Kind of, it, the the name okay. Tyrion is kind of synonymous. Okay. With okay. I'm, I'm gonna like, uh, let me let me back off a little bit and just say, all right. Tyrion is going to become king, all right? Let's say we're going that going into the start of the season, right? Okay. So we have the reveal that Jon is Aegon Targaryen, Targaryen, so he has a claim to the throne. Daenerys has a claim to the throne. The Night King is coming, but at the end of all of the... And Cersei is going to betray them and try to keep the throne for herself. But at the end of all of this, Tyrion is still going to become king. So what? how is that going to happen? Do you know what I mean? I, I like I need something going on in the season that supports something that either Tyrion does or something that the uh, something that the other characters fail to do that props up Tyrion as the person who will take over. Hmm. That's that. So you know, earlier on, so his arc will lead to him becoming king. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It has to be something that makes sense for him to like going through everything that went like went down in the last season. It makes sense that he's the person that should become because that's what that's what our complaint with Bran is that it feels like 
after everything that's going on and everything that Bran has been up to, it feels really out of left field that he's the one that becomes king. Um, Tyrion could have more of a voice in the, the in the Battle of Winterfell. Like he could be a, a, a strong like um, maybe there's so much squabbling mm-hmm. between all, all the the lords and ladies about right. what to do, and Tyrion's like, oh shut your mouth Mm -hmm. this is what we're gonna do oh well one thing that potentially could be interesting what if Tyrion, like before the battle he dips out and he basically takes control of the southern king the southern armies from Cersei. so it's like they're about to lose but then Tyrion brings southern soldiers at the last minute so it's kind of like Oh, that could, that could even even through all the fighting and all that kind of stuff, Tyrion is the person who is able to unite the most people. If that makes sense, like he goes back and um, he he he's basically able to. I mean, they did go back, and he was not really considered a Lannister, right? But, right. Um, but I mean, shit, we can change that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so yeah, I mean, like I... he goes back and kind of incites uh, kind of a civil war. And right. he takes some of the army to go help. Yeah, he takes okay. a good, he takes a good chunk of Cersei's forces. Like we could even say that, like at the end, Cersei is only left with mercenaries. But all of the actual Westeros people, Tyrion, are, are able to go to the different generals and commanders and be like, "Listen, she doesn't know what she's doing. The world is about to end. I have to, you know, just listen to me. Let me, you know, that kind of something like that." It might be uh, more of an obstacle if he's only able to acquire like less than half of um the army right like um you know he gathers you know it looks like a lot of soldiers Mm -hmm. uh but then um when they try and go take down Cersei, they're like yo i only he only got like less than half so there's still a huge threat from cersei well that's Uh, the thing about that especially in this season is just like it doesn't really to me it doesn't really seem like it matters too much if Cersei has an army because it does. I didn't really even see much armies fighting at the end of the show. It was just Daenerys showed up with her dragon and burned the whole place down. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I mean that could be that that could that twist could still uphold where um, mm-hmm. it looks like Cersei's is powerful and then Daenerys comes in and right. Well, I, I'm know. just like I, just thematically, I'm trying to say like because a big a part of this season was the fact that. Um, Cersei didn't go help them. Instead, she went and hired a huge mercenary uh, army mm-hmm. to help strengthen her borders and let the North just basically die by itself. So it can be like when that happens, Tyrion goes south and he talks to the actual soldiers, the actual people from Westeros who aren't mercenaries. The whatever, however small that that number is, and is like. She just hired these mercenaries, and she's gonna let mm. the country burn. You know? Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, like, um, so all of the actual people who that could be... the, the actual soldiers from the House of Lannister and whoever, what other other houses, are still with Cersei in King's Landing. He yeah. talks to all of them and is like, "She just hired this mercenary company. She's just gonna sit here and let the apocalypse come to you. We need to like, go um... up north and stop it now before it reaches." Your farms and your homes and your wives and children. That could be... Was that your Tyrion impression? No, that was me trying to suppress a burp. Oh. <laughs> I was like, why'd you just go into that voice? 
<laughs> Why did I get all sexy all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, I was like, ooh, man. Um, I was thinking, like, yeah, that could be really quite a visual. Mm-hmm. Where um, Plus, I, Tyrion is able to... I mean, yeah. he can go and... Um, with the assumption John and Tyrion could be like, yeah, even if you get, like, a single company of troops, like, that'll help. And right. then he goes, and it turns out his message really resonates with, like, the majority of the army. Right, and right, so right. we just see all these guys just walk out mm-hmm. um, against orders, and we're like, oh, shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And sure. then... Plus, that way, Cersei... that, that way we can still have Daenerys burn, burn down King's Landing because Tyrion is still on her side, and then... At that moment, when he betrays her, so betrays her, everybody's like, "Oh, the person who united all of the houses against the common threat and who stopped, you know, the last Targaryen from murdering all of us." Yeah, and we he was able him. to we want him like game. an entire army. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. I feel that. Look, okay, I'm just gonna say this. We're doing the last season, so I feel like there isn't a whole lot of stuff happening in all the previous seasons of the show to really support this. So I feel like we're kind of doing a lot of gymnastics to make this setup work. But, you know, we, we can't mess with all the other seasons, so this we're trying to figure out something that can work in the six episodes that we have. I mean, Tyrion did lead that company of soldiers um, in an earlier Blackwater season. Blackwater Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah, I yeah, not remember sure. that name, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nah, you know, I'm not gonna get into why I remember that. Anyway, um, like he's had so the a... only the only potential obstacle to the, maybe we could have something where like the biggest obstacle to Tyrion convincing all these soldiers is less about Cersei and more he's about a tall people. shelf. I'm just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a tall shelf. It was reach, just a jaw. He can't reach the jar of ink. Oh, <laughs> the right message. He was like, <laughs> Cersei's like. Tyrion, oh my if you God. want the crown, you gotta catch it. <laughs> She's just like holding it up. I'm kidding. Wow. Alright. Alright. Focus up. Um, maybe we could bring back the idea that because I think at this point, all of Westeros still thinks that Tyrion is the person who uh, assassinated Jaime. Not Jaime. Um, Joffrey. 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 Yeah. Hey, yeah. that's his name. Uh, every, um, well, yeah, he definitely kills his dad, but every, I think he still ends up being accused and is sentenced is found guilty of killing Joffrey the king. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can work with that where it's like or maybe that's something that can be a strength for him where he's like he it's not true but he takes that into stride he's like, "Yeah, I killed one psychotic tyrant and now I'm going to kill another one, Daenerys." You know what I mean? I'll, oh, I'll, I'll do whatever I got like a trailer you. line. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill one king. Now I gotta kill another. <laughs> Two for the price of one. Exactly. Kenny Cox's sword. Double barrel shotgun. Yeah. But maybe that is something that we can play with the idea of like Jamie's. I mean, not Jamie. Oh God, all these names. Tyrion is a is a. It has killed has killed the king before, and now he's like. That that can be like part of the reason that the people Westeros get behind him, and he's like, he killed the madman jo- he killed the mad boy king Joffrey, and then he killed the mad queen <laughs> Daenerys. He, he he's a mad he, lad Joffrey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a mad lad. <laughs> How reductive to, to talk about just like ah, he's just a mad lad. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that that could be something interesting that we could bring back, just to sort of make it feel like there's more like. 
like the whole show was actually leading towards this if that makes sense yeah um yeah all right so then let me let me run this by you what if we did a thing where Tyrion sort of stages well, because hmm, we still want Daenerys to... Okay, my suggestion was going to be, what if Tyrion stages like a violent coup almost where he convinces a bunch of the houses that are still standing with Cersei to uh, go against her? Um, and uh, basically I'm suggesting, what if we have that as our midpoint? The betray- the like sort of coup d'etat in a way? Mm-hmm. And then the... Uh, the, the, we end the series with the night, the long night. And oh, end the series with the Night King battle, right? Interesting. Um, Is there a way that that could work? Because we still want Daenerys to burn well, King's Landing, right? So that Tyrion would, hasn't a reason to kill her. Would Tyrion be anointed king before that? For because I feel like the whole series is called, or well, it's actually song of fire and ice but mm-hmm. the show is called the game of thrones so that's really what matters in like who does become king right right, right um right. so if are you suggest? i don't know um i feel like this no maybe i'm king wrong. should be more important but mm-hmm. or uh should have uh have been given more importance but i feel like the sh- series should end with who wins the game of thrones Oh no, for sure. But I, I, no, I definitely agree with that. But I'm just wondering, because I want to, I want to make sure we have enough. We would have enough time to like properly set up the idea of Tyrion taking control of a big chunk of the army from Cersei, helping and then helping the battle, helping in the battle, and then. So, like for instance, could could the Long Night, uh, the the battle against the Night King, could that have could that happen? Um, in the second to last episode, where Tyrion the has been doing ultimate episode, well, the then the sixth, basically the fifth episode is when we have the fight against the Night King. Yeah, the the humans win, and then the last episode is Daenerys burns the kingdom, and then Tyrion Tyrion takes her down. Or is that too much? To, that's probably too much to cover in one episode, though. I mean that they that they tried. <laughs> yeah well no they, um, they they have that split up over three episodes basically because we kill the night king and then right after that daenerys loses one of her dragons goes to king's landing and destroys it in the in the space of three episodes you see the solution here is to have more episodes yeah yeah but let's assume that we can't what's the best way is it still is it still is having episode three being the fight against the night king is that still the best move i uh, hmm. I would say maybe episode four. Okay. Um. So, if we're breaking this down, episode one. Episode. I mean, it's basically we'd I, have to flame it around Tyrion. So, so I want to give one, what? Yeah. Say again. No, go ahead. Uh, like I want to give the Night King more importance. Mm-hmm. So that's what uh, kind of tempts me to push it to episode four, but I don't want to skimp over like Cersei's downfall and then the the, yeah. f- the king the falling of King's Landing and then uh, the anointment of the king over two episodes like that's crazy. So hmm. 
Yeah. Well, maybe I mean, I guess my keep... question is, if if we wanted to make the Night King more important, how is he going to be more important? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the um... way he the way he functions in the story right now, he's basically a force of nature. He's just like, he's not really part of the equation in terms of Game of Thrones. He's just an obstacle that the people who are vying for the throne have to deal with. Because if they don't deal with him, you know, no one can. Take how, how about this? I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest something crazy. Okay. Something right. crazy. So, Tyrion persuades a majority of the King's Landing soldiers to leave their company and then join him in their fight. Uh So they all are traveling um, to Winterfell, Mm -hmm. which leaves Cersei with just like a small group. And so they succeed at Winterfell like episode two or three, and they're like, wow, that was easy. And it turns (laughs) out... Yeah, the, that uh, in her desperation, Cersei sided with the Night King because uh, she's kind of uh, loses her. Uh, she's not fully. She she just spiraled mm. down to a mania, and so she partners up uh, so that can extend it uh, the longevity of the Night King's story to episode four or five. And so they can take down Cersei and the Night King almost simultaneously. I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily like the idea of the Night King teaming up with humans in any way. Well, like he, he doesn't even talk. Not like teaming up. Not like a, uh-huh. a table talk discussion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but more of like um, Cersei like lets him in and tries to pledge her, uh, pledge fealty to him but you know he just takes everything over and s- controls her and so she becomes like mm. the white walker version of Cersei who but with, I mean Cersei would never let somebody else rule though right at this point she fe- do it I feel like that might be a little contrary to her character to have her mm. especially to some snow demon I don't think it necessarily. I don't think we necessarily need to have the Night King be a, around longer. Not necessarily. We just need to make sure that the, the fight against the Night King is a turning point. And like, like through the results of the battle with the Night King, that really shows who is going to rule Westeros. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, may, maybe it can just be as simple as if Tyrion had not come with those soldiers, then. That then the people at Winterfell just straight up would have lost. Like maybe he doesn't kill the Night King. I like I don't have a I don't even necessarily have a problem with Arya being the one that kills the Night King. But if like we can just have it like soldier wise or whatever you know tactically, if Tyrion hadn't shown up when he did, maybe he brought a bunch of siege weapons and started burning all the zombies, something like that. If he hadn't done that, then the Night King would have been would have not been stopped and the whole you know all of westeros would have been swallowed you know what i mean that, yeah. that like so we're still putting significance on the night king but i i get what you're saying though because it, right now it kind of feels like the night king is dealt with and then we move on versus the night king being the night king's attack being like uh, so maybe we could... central to the story and it, it like if i can just put a on a side note a, a lot of times in screenwriting, you kind of want to have like your beginning mirror your end. So I always, like to me, it was always really weird that the show begins showing us the White Walkers and the Night King and all and all of that and the stakes going on there, 
and then doesn't end there. That was really surprising to me. I don't even necessarily think that's a, that's bad. I was I just find that interesting. Question mark. I don't think I've ever heard of that. I wonder. I would have to. Her, her, what her what are idea. examples of that? Her, uh, examples of what? Of uh, the beginning, mirroring the end. Uh, off the top of my head, Lion King. That's a good one. Lion King. Oh yeah, that's true. Because um, it ends with another air and all the animals dancing and bowing and all that. The first thing I think. But of... I'm not. I'm not even saying like physically it has to be the exact same thing. It's just I would. I would. I like going into it. I was assuming that the last episode would deal with the Night King. However, I I figured. Gotcha. To to a certain extent, I thought the ba- the the final season would basically be like we're gonna have more political stuff, and then by but right before the finale of the season we're going to find out who has won the throne and now it's the person on the throne's job to deal with the Night King. That's what I assumed was going to happen. Now, could we do that? Question mark? This would be a silly idea. Uh-huh. But they succeeded Winterfell like, we did it! And they go to King's Landing they take out Cersei, we did it! Yeah. And at the last second, <laughs> the Night King comes out of like a broom closet. <laughs> and they're like oh shit and then, yeah yeah, yeah. And for sure, for sure, and sure. they're like we did it <laughs> but that's that's terible that's nah, it's all right it's all right um okay all right just real I, quick yeah, maybe, can can we do that can could be defeated on the midway point mm-hmm. um but it would have to be retooled all right. So, are you cool with that idea of like Tyrion bringing his new army is the only oh, yeah. is, is the turning point, and it's like, oh, I uh, okay. How about this? How about this? Tyrion takes a ton of the soldiers from Cersei. They all march north to help against the battle, and the turning point in the fight is when um, Tyrion is able to shoot down the Night King's zombie dragon with one of Cersei's machines. He like lights one of them at the end on fire or like the the end of it is he makes he's like we're gonna make a couple of spears out of uh valyrian steel is that what it's called or dragon glass or whatever it is and he's like he's able to shoot down the dragon and kill it and that lets whomever kill kill the night king you know what i mean uh like Tyrion physically uh handles the machine that shoots it down no not physically but it's just like if he didn't have that like you know, whatever the other dragon got injured, all that like the Night even, King. The Night I King mean, was just flying around torching everybody until Tyrion was able to. Tyrion's mm-hmm. army was able to shoot it down. Like that—that that was the only way, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh? Wonder. I mean, is there a way Tyrion could trap the uh, dragon and um, trap it? Yeah, trap it and take it down while it's on the ground, or take it out. I should say. Uh, I don't. I don't really necessarily feel like there's a big need for Tyrion to do it himself. It's just Tyrion's actions. Like if it weren't for Tyrion, I mean, maybe we have Jamie be the one to shoot down the dragon. Gotcha. Okay. You okay. Know? You know, like I, 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 again, Tyrion is not someone who is not is not the typical ruler. He's not Jon Snow who charges at an army headfirst with just his sword. You know, he's someone because he is able to think strategically, and he's able to appeal to people and convince them to come to his side he's the reason that they win you know what i mean yeah eh? yeah I can, eh? I can see that okay 
So then I guess our biggest thing is now we have to, like, the biggest thing will be the front end of the season because the back end will be play out sort of similarly except Tyrion uh, takes out Daenerys himself. Oh, what? Tyrion does it? I mean, I would assume... Oh, well, actually, maybe not. Maybe Jon should still be the one to do it, but then Tyrion... Yeah, that would be... I feel like that would be more powerful. Yeah, you're right, Um, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, can, oh, all right, how about this? Can Tyrion take credit for it? <laughs> yeah. Kind of like I was uh, saying before, like, he's like, I well, killed one I king, mean, now's my second. You know what I mean? John didn't become, um, I was about to say president, king because, <laughs> uh, he committed treason. So that's still, that reason could still be valid. Mm-hmm. And, but uh, I, but I, I'm just saying, it's like, what if, what if part of the way that he, like, it could be a thing where it's like the way the kingdom is saved is with another lie, where it's like Tyrion's like, I, like you, you, you committed treason, you should be killed, but I'm we're gonna say I killed her, I saved Westeros from the Mad Queen or the Dragon Queen, whatever. I'm gonna sit on the throne, and you get to and you get to keep your life. You should have been killed, but you get to keep your life, and then John goes north like he does in this season now. Well, no, no, like. Um... John always had the greatest claim to the throne. Yeah. Especially since he is, um, he, he would have even greater claims since he's a Targaryen and he, oh yeah, uh, for sure. Didn't have that treason. So, um, he could still have treason and be sent away. And then it was like, well, we don't have our actual ruler. So let's go for, uh, Bran, right. uh, Tyrion. And, um, okay. Well, I mean, here's the thing though, the way that the ending is right now, I, that's another thing i don't necessarily like is that it's kind of it, it feels like a bunch of people die a bunch of people are sent to jail and then everybody's just like all right now what do we do versus like a character's actions forcing him like purposely putting him in that position if that makes sense hmm. i i i, I kind of want to avoid the idea of like a round table discussion and we decide who the king is you know what i mean that, so that to me, that to that, me just um, seems a little... like sword pulls out of the stone action. That is not like, sword oh, pulls out of the king. stone, but I want it to be a thing where it's like a, something like, for instance, in this case, if we say Tyrion takes credit for killing Daenerys, then it's like he, through his plan and through his, uh, you know, through who he is, he's able to convince the people of Westeros that he is, should be king because he's the person who saved them from the queen and he's the person who united the south and the north and fighting the night king and all that instead of us just letting a people these people in a round table discussion decide who the king is it's kind of like oh the the decision has in a way been made for us because Tyrion is the person who's won the heart of the people or whatever something like that you know what i mean hmm i, mean, I don't know i just i just feel like after everything that's gone down and all of the manipulating and the scheming it just seems a little bit like Meh, if we just sort of like say, all right, wait, but who should be a king? You know, instead of people all trying to go for it, everybody just stops and is like, well, all right, who's king? You know what I mean? I mean, whoever kills Daenerys, that that's regarded as treason, right? So I'd imagine it wouldn't be looked on favorably by anybody. Well, in the, in this scenario, the only really the only strong forces left are the Unsullied and the Dothraki who are who are completely loyal to Daenerys so that's why it's treason but if we have the northern soldiers and the soldiers that Tyrion had then he could be a 
uh, potentially, you know, like a force. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I feel I don't know. Would the Dothraki then go to war with all of Westeros? Yeah, why not? Maybe. The Dothraki and the Unsullied. Would it be bad to say? um, Or we could even have a thing where it's like the Unsullied Grey Worm, uh, the leader of the Unsullied. He knows that John is the one that actually killed her and Tyrion. Like maybe that can be another part of why Tyrion's a good king because he's like he's able to convince Grey Worm to not only let John go, but let like be like let's carry on Daenerys's legacy, you know. Like, Wait, so let's backtrack. Why okay. is uh, Tyrion taking credit to save John? No, I mean he doesn't have to. I thought the idea was that if Tyrion is able to take credit as the person who killed the woman who literally burned the entire city down and killed however many thousands of innocent people, then that would cement him in in the general populace as the person who should be king. Hmm. Because again, I don't like the round table discussion very much. I don't like the idea of everybody sitting around after after so many people have been murdering each other and you know banging each other and fighting wars over who should be the ruler. I don't like the idea of everybody being like, okay, after all okay. that, now okay. let's have a civil discussion. What you know about what I mean? um? So like, John does kill. Um, oh my god, we have four minutes left. Oh god. Okay, so John kills uh, Daenerys, and he has yeah. like the sword, you know, the bloody sword or whatever, and then Drago uh-huh, uh-huh. goes off because he's kind of, you know, pissy, whatever. And yeah. then Tyrion's like, you gotta address the people right now, you are their new king. And uh, he's about to walk out, but then uh, John hands a sword to Tyrion, is like, no, like, you're king. Say you did it. Like, I can't be king. Yeah, yeah, Well... I mean, I don't know. We can still have John be arrested, and it's like after, after. So then, killing Daenerys is a bad thing. <laughs> Wait, why is killing? No, no, no. Okay, all right. Put it this way: John kills Daenerys. Every the Unsullied and everybody's like, "What the hell?" And then it's like John gets arrested, and then Tyrion comes out, and he's like, "We need to make something good out of this. the The whole world's fucked right now. What can we do? We can lie and say that." I killed the I killed the Dragon Queen because she was mad and she wanted to kill everybody. So na- that'll put me on, you know. Or, like, not even... He shouldn't even tell people that. I think he should just do it. Because, again, I don't like him... I don't like people just deciding who the king is. But does that make sense? So it's like... Because uh, to, the, pe- to the is discussing this with uh, Dothraki? No. Well, I think he should discuss this with uh, the armies, yeah. And be like, I'm going to rule... I mean, at least with Grey Worm, who has a personal stake in Daenerys not dying, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe Grey Worm could be in that room as well. I, so my, my thing is, I again, I want to find a way to for it to make sense that Tyrion is the one who becomes king. So to me, part of the way that it makes sense is if... So he, so he took armies from the south, went north, helped Daenerys. And in, under the assumption that Daenerys was going to be the good queen that... Um, that we've been looking for. She comes south, she's so angry, and, you know, to a certain extent crazy, it seems like, that she burns down King's Landing, kills yeah. however many thousands of people, right? So those people, the, the people who are left, are going to be pissed off. They're going to be like, who the hell is this? She just destroyed our capital city and destroyed the, you know, destroyed, killed so many people. Why is yeah, she like, ruling? Yeah, exactly. So then if Tyrion is the person who kills her, even if he isn't the actual one who kills her, what if he lies about it, then it's like, okay, 
the person who killed her, but the person who also saved us all by uniting the North and the South, he's the person that should be king. That's my thought, and I feel like we we don't have much time to come up with anything else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that seems like a smaller roundtable discussion, but I see what you're getting at. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, that could work. Uh, I well, I mean, uh, what what were you gonna what were you gonna throw out? Um, that maybe um, Daenerys could be having like a small court with. Uh, uh, John, Tyrion, and Grey Worm, uh, mm-hmm. and maybe like some peasants to pass judgment, and she shows like the cruel nature that she showed mm-hmm. before, uh, mm-hmm. which kind of turns Grey Worm um, onto fr- um, turns Grey Worm onto her, uh, and then John kills her, and then Grey Worm's like, "What the? I'm still loyal to her," yeah. and then the three of them kind of decide, "Yo." This is what, sure, how sure. it got to go down. Yeah. John's not going to become king because yeah. that's unacceptable to Grey Worm. So let's just say that Tyrion will become king. Right, exactly. That, and that way it can be like Grey Worm and, and the people who are loyal to Daenerys are okay with that because they know Tyrion didn't actually kill her, but at least Tyrion is someone that she trusted. So he, he'll, he'll be someone that can at least rule the way she wants him to. And that could live on as like a Dothraki like legend where it's like they know really who killed the queen. Right, right. All right, that's it. Time's up. Oh god! Oh god! Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think we nailed this really. I feel like there's, <laughs> yeah, I feel a bit. There bruised. are a lot of holes that we <laughs> still need to fill in, but I feel like we were at least on the right track. Yeah. To a certain extent, I thought we. Were, I think we were on a pretty interesting track. Um, the the biggest things to answer would be exactly how does Tyrion take the throne? I don't think we ever fully figured that out. Like we're we're getting there, and then we would also need to figure out everything that happens before the battle with the Night King that allows, uh, like what what is what is the political stuff that or whatever the stuff that Tyrion does that lets him convince soldiers from the south that they need to help fight the Night King. And I think most importantly, we forgot we kind of really skimmed over Arya and Gendry's sex scene. I feel like we could uh, wait. What? <laughs> We could really uh, shed more light onto that. Maybe uh, get some more flattering angles. What? Why? (laughs) What is wrong with you? (laughs) Uh, I mean, I'm just looking at things that I'm most interested in. Okay. This is all a byproduct of that. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway. (laughs) On that note, um... (laughs) uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, this is a like this like one of the reasons Game of Thrones is so was so great when it was airing was that it was like such a easily debatable show. Like it was so easy to have conversation about the show, where you thought it was going to end up, where it, who was going to win, why this person died, or the, all this kind of stuff. So um, yeah, let us know who should have ended up on the throne if you had someone better in mind, um, and tell us why. You know. I, I, if we, I feel like we at least came up with some good reasons for Tyrion to be king. So I like that at least. Yeah, yeah, I can get behind that. Cool. All right, everybody, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Say bye, Ben. See you later. All right, peace, y'all. Have a good one.